How the crowd worry out of your mind? I shall never forget one night when Marion J. Douglas was a student in one of my classes. I have not used his real name. He requested me for personal reasons not to reveal his identity. But here is his real story as he told it to the class. He told us how tragedy has struck at his home, not once, but twice. The first time he had lost his five-year-old daughter, a child he adored. He and his wife thought they couldn't endure that first loss, but as he said, ten months later, God gave us another little girl, and she died in five days. This double bereavement was almost too much to bear. I couldn't take it, his father told us. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't rest or relax. My nerves were utterly shaken and my confidence gone. At last, he went to doctors. One recommended sleeping pills and another recommended a trip. He tried both, but neither remedy helped. He said, My body felt as if it were encased in a vice, and the jaws of the vice were being drawn tighter and tighter. The tension of grief, if you have ever been paralyzed by sorrow, you know what he meant. But thank God I had one child left, a four-year-old son. He gave me the solution to my problem. One afternoon, as I sat around feeling sorry for myself, he asked, Daddy, will you build a boat for me? I was in no mood to build a boat. In fact, I was in no mood to do anything. But my son is a persistent little fellow. I had to give in. Building that toy boat took about three hours. By the time it was finished, I realized that those three hours spent building that boat were the first hours of mental relaxation and peace that I had had in months. That discovery jarred me out of my lethargy and caused me to do a bit of thinking. The first real thinking I had done in months. I realized that it is difficult to worry while you are busy doing something that requires planning and thinking. In my case, building the boat had knocked worry out of the ring, so I resolved to keep busy. The following night, I went from room to room in the house, compiling a list of jobs that ought to be done. Scores of items needed to be repaired. Bookcases, stair steps, storm windows, window shades, knobs, locks, leaky faucets. Astonishing as it seems, in the course of two weeks, I had made a list of 242 items that needed attention. During the last two years, I have completed most of them. Besides, I have filled my life with stimulating activities. Two nights per week, I attend adult education classes in New York. I have gone in for civic activities in my hometown and I am now chairman of the school board. I attend scores of meetings. I help collect money for the Red Cross and other activities. I am so busy now that I have no time to worry. No time for worry. That is exactly what Winston Churchill said when he was working 18 hours a day at the height of the war. When he was asked if he worried about his tremendous responsibilities, he said, I'm too busy. I have no time for worry.